Welcome, friends. This is Brian Hudson, and welcome to Conversations in Focus. This program concept is very simple, to bring you people who I believe are doing great works in our community, in business, or in God's kingdom. Today I have a very special, two very special guests. I have an author, and I have two authors here, author and co-author. And in fact, there were four authors, and two of them are here today. I'm talking about a brother and a great man, a businessman, Eric Anderson. Welcome, Eric. Thank you, Brian. Thank you very much. Good to have you. And also, we're glad to have London Anderson. Welcome, London. Thank you. Okay. And London is the youngest of three daughters uh, for Eric and his wife, Tuesday. Now, we're here to talk about a book that they have written and published. And I'm happy to say my company helped to publish this book. We're going to talk about the book entitled Daddy, Daughter, Donut Day, 18 Tips for Dads and Daughters. That title is interesting. He'll talk more about that. Eric will and London will. And this is a very intriguing book because of the relationship Eric has with his daughters. I must say, I have never seen um, a relationship, you know, quite like Eric and his girls. So I'm happy to present to you uh, Eric and this book and talk about not just a book, but also their relationship, some principles surrounding the relationship between daughters and dads. First of all, Eric, let me ask this question. Why did you and your daughters write the book, Daddy, Daughter, Donut Day? Was there an event or an occasion that triggered this book concept? So I wrote the book because I was lazy. Um, one morning, my daughter, Michael Anderson, she's now a sophomore at Purdue University, One morning she said she was hungry and she wanted something to eat. And so instead of taking the time to make something, I said, you know what? I'm just going to run by a store and pick up a donut for her. And then the next week we did the same thing. And the next week we did the same thing. And so it went from there to about once a month. And eventually my middle daughter, Ryan, who will now be a sophomore at Carmel High School, she tagged along with us. And eventually all three of us, actually all four of us, started going out for donuts, and we moved it to the first Saturday of every month. We would go to different locations and have the donut, and we would talk about different things. And everybody gets one donut and one container of milk, except for Daddy, except for me. I always get two donuts and my container of milk. And we would talk about anything from the prodigal son to how things are going at home to how school's going to. So eventually we would talk about things like that. That that was really the blessing in it all, though. When you decided to write the book, you and your daughters, what was the conversation like? How did you all decide to write a book? It could have been Facebook post or it could have been audio or video recording. Why a book? So that's exactly what happened, actually, was we would go out for our donuts. I would take a picture of us. And I would text it to different relatives, but then I would also post it on Facebook. I would post it on Instagram. And so I would post on different venues, social media venues, and people would see it. And they would comment on They would talk about how beautiful the girls were, how intelligent they were. And then a few people started making suggestions like, hey, Eric, you really ought to write a book about this. And I put it off for a long time. And then one day, quite honestly, God just kind of pricked my heart and said, go ahead and write the book. And so I talked to my daughters about it, and they said, what? Us? Write a book about donuts and daddies and daughters? And it just kind of seemed to roll off the tongue. And so 
uh, probably the latter part of 2017, the early part of 2018, we started writing this book. And I, I were part of it, the girls were part of it, and uh, we all had a contributing part. And really just God orchestrated everything for us. I must say, when we first spoke about the book, you called, you called me from, uh, I think Dr. Adams recommended yeah. you call me, Preston Adams. And I remember you, you sent, well, you pitched the book concept to me. And I must say, it was compelling, the stories, the quality of the writing from you and the girls. I want to commend you for that. Thank you. Obviously, you put great effort into it, and it came from the heart. So let me ask you this now. Uh, what, from your experience with your daughters and writing the book, what helps or hinders a dad's relationship with his, his daughters? The main hindrance, and we talked about this actually in Chapter 3 in the book, okay. is time. Mm. And a lot of fathers especially feel like, obviously, we need to be protector, provider, and priest in the home. And when you think about the provider part of it, and whether you're working in a factory, you're working at a desk, you're traveling around the country, whatever it is, you can start thinking, as a father, I've got to take a lot of time to make more money for the family. One of the things I noted in the book is your daughters will never, in most cases, they will never know how much money you make. They will never know if you have a five-figure salary if a six-figure salary or a seven-figure salary. But what they will remember is the time that you spend with them. Mm. Yes. They will remember the time that you spent playing dolls. They will remember the time that you spend teaching them how to change the oil or the air filter in a car. <laughs> they will remember the time that you closed the laptop, turned off the cell phone, and sat down and prayed with them and hopefully with your wife, and the whole family comes together. Those are the things that they will remember. They could care less about the money. They like to take trips to Disney World, of course, but they will never know uh, how much, what your salary was. Mm. That's excellent insight. London, I have a question for you. Oh, Let me ask you, what is it about your dad that makes you feel good and, and inspires you? So many things. Well, He's always smiling, and he's very confident. Uh, he helps me with school a lot of the time. For example, um, I'm in the challenge class, and I'm going into advanced things in middle school, and I have Caesar's English, and they're basically like Latin words that I know, and he helps me study those, and he's, he's always... He always believes in God. He said, God makes me uniquely me. Mm. And he just makes me so happy all the time. And I know that sometimes I say, or I'm mad at him or those things. But he knows I don't mean it. I'm just bad. And that's what he gets for having three girls. Oh, that's beautiful. That's a beautiful statement. So it's good having a scientist for a dad, isn't it? Yes. It is. <laughs> wow, Eric, that's a, a great tribute. You know, it is. It is, and all three of my girls are uniquely different. Yes. I mean, I, I, I'm blessed to have three daughters by my one wife, uh, but all of them, their personalities are so uniquely different, and hopefully, readers of the book will see that in the book. Let me ask about the response to the book. Again, the book uh, we're talking about is on the screen there. You can see, and also the information how to purchase the book off Amazon is also there. But Daddy, Daughter, Donut Day. 
Uh, what's the response been to the book? What kind of stories and feedback have you heard? So I got a lot of positive response, both in social media and just once people find out about it, hopefully that title, Daddy Daughter Donut Day, 18 Tips for Dads with Daughters, kind of rolls off the tongue a little bit. So, And quite honestly, a lot of fathers, whether they have daughters or sons or daughters and sons, when I first wrote the book, a lot of people thought, oh, this will be a self-help book just for daughters. But a lot of fathers just said, hey, you know what? I want to read this book to learn more about it and uh, le- learn more about those tips, especially first-time fathers yes. who, uh, before they have any kids, especially if they don't know what the gender is of their child, they want to know. Yes. So, A lot of single dads, too. There are mm-hmm. we, Single moms, we know about single moms, but there are single dads oh, yeah. mean, who would benefit. Now, I just turned open the book to a page here that says a dad's job, the checklist. Would you read off some of these and maybe elaborate on a couple? So a lot of times, uh, after we actually wrote the book, then, then we came up with this idea of this checklist of things that uh, dads should do. Really, the title came from dads. Mm. It's not just a person who fathers a child, as much as those dads who really want to be a part of their daughter's lives. And so some of the things were, a dad's job is simple. Be her shoulder to cry on. Be her ears to listen. Be her provider. Be her protector. Be her priest. Be her hand to hold. Be her counselor. Be her champion. Be her mechanic. Be her coach. Be her encourager. Be her confidant. Be her laugh in the middle of the day. Be her smile at the beginning of the day and be her smile at the end of the day. Teach her things. Teach her how to listen. It's a father's job, it's a dad's job to teach her how to pray. It's a dad's job to teach her how to read, to teach her math, to teach her science, to teach her history and her story. Teach her how to cook. Teach her how to clean. Teach her how to bake. So it's a dad's job to teach her. Teach her how to vacuum. Teach her about cards. Teach her how to study. Teach her about boys. Teach her about girls. Teach her how to drive. There are a lot of things in here that a dad has to do to be a good dad. And it's not an easy job. We know that. I thought schools were for all that. (laughs) Uh, Of course not. (laughs) And schools can do some things. But really, if you rely on schools to do everything, then I won't say the child's going to fail, but it's really a dad's job to do more of that. So once the child comes home from school, great. They learn some things in school that's good, but even before they go to school, it's a dad's job to teach his child how to read, to teach them how to pray. I couldn't emphasize that enough. So true. I've always felt that some things are better caught than taught. And that nurturing aspect of a dad and mom and dad, especially in our discussion, nurturing communicates much more than just inf- information transfer can. Yeah, the time together and the time, as you say, um, going out, having the donut on, on the weekends and such. Got a question for you, London. So what, what, London, are a couple of things your dad taught you that stay with you and that you practice and do? Praying. Reading, uh, writing, uh, how to make a peanut butter jelly for school. Um, Gotta make your own lunch sometimes, right? Yeah. 
how to ignore my sisters when we fight and how to play dolls the right way. Oh, and one more thing. Everything is a competition, apparently. That's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Now, you wrote, you wrote something in the book, London, didn't you? Can you yes. find what you wrote in the book and read it back to us, if you could, please? Find okay. the part you wrote. I'd like to hear that. Fun fact. My sister, Michael, the one she wrote, it made me cry. Mm-hmm. And I honestly don't know why. Um, okay. I love my daddy. What's the title to your oh, it's there? from. It's called London to Daddy. Okay. I love my daddy because without him, I wouldn't have these good looks and talents I have today. He supports me and is very loving for what I do. My favorite Bible verse is, I don't know how to pronounce that. Deuteronomy. De- De- Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy, chapter 5, verse 16. It says, Honor your father and mother, mother just as the Lord your God commanded you. Then you will live a long life in the land that he in the land he is giving you. That verse that verse means to obey your parents or parent for you for you to live a long life as the Lord your God has given you. I love my daddy and my mommy with all my heart and I will never stop. Wonderful. This is good. Eleven year old author. That's pretty good. Well done, London. Thank Let me ask you, Eric. So what are some suggestions you can offer to fathers to strengthen their relationship with their daughters? You know, the first thing, going back to when I was in college, and I guess like a lot of guys, I figured I'd have five or six scrapping boys just like me. And um, starting in March of 2000, God took my blessing in a different direction with my first daughter. And um, really recognizing that Girls are, your daughters are a blessing in your life. Don't think that you should play football with your sons, but because you're a man, you really can't do anything with your daughters. Um, Your daughters are going to be a blessing in your life. They're always going to love you. Prayerfully, my daughters are never going to put me in a nursing home or anything else like that. But uh, we'll see. Time will tell. But um, your daughters are, are always going to love you in a unique way. Uh, my oldest daughter, Michael, uh, she's 19. She couldn't be here today. My middle daughter, Ryan, couldn't be here today. But um, it, just as London said, it's interesting. They always want to, at the end of the day, at the end of a conversation we have, tell me how much they love me. And hopefully I've imparted that feeling of love in their heart. Yeah. And, you know, it's so hopeful that um, as they develop relationships and um, start their own families later on, uh, I think I've raised my daughters, or my wife and I have raised our daughters in a way now that um, when, they, when they get married and they have their own kids, they're going to have a husband that hopefully is kind of like me mm-hmm. and is, is going to want to be involved in their children's lives the way I'm involved in their life. I've read... The- the book, a lot of detail in the book about uh, relationship with you and your wife. I mean, you you model your relationships between you and your wife so the daughters can understand what marriage should look like. And I see also you you give your girls some uh, warnings and admonitions about boys. What couple of things you've shared with them about boys? Oh, there's a lot that I've shared with them about boys <laughs> over the years. Um, honestly, um, 
boys will do, I'll just be honest about it, just anything to get with a girl. They will say anything, and my one of my first bits of advice for girls is don't always believe what boys say. Yes. Look at what they do. Look at their actions. Um, if you go off on a date with a guy and you guys sit down for a meal and he does not bless the food first, there's an issue. Yes. There's a problem there. Yeah. There's something that's not lining up with the way that your father does things. Mm-hmm. If he's not a gentleman on the first date, he's not going to be a gentleman on the 15th date. Mm-hmm. If um, Just look at the behaviors, look at the actions, um, as opposed to what they say. Because boys will, and I'm a... Uh, quite honestly, we've, I, I, been, we've been boys. We've been boys before. <laughs> we know this. Unsafe yeah. boys. Too. Okay. <laughs> so we've got to look at look at their actions, not just their words. Don't yeah. look at what their friends tell you, but look at how he behaves. Look at his relationship, ideally with his mother. Look at um, how he treats you um, publicly. Yes. And there are just a lot of tips like that. Get the book. Dads, get the book. Eric is giving you truth, and, and I've raised two girls as well, so I understand. That's why I identify so strongly with the book and happy to know Eric and support this book. Um, you know, Maya Angelou, she, she said, if somebody shows you something, believe them. <laughs> good, good words. If somebody shows you, believe them. Because I think sometimes girls, we get, they get infatuated, and he's cute. And but the devil's cute too, you know. He's an angel of light. Yeah, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay, all right then. Next question, Eric. So, what are a couple of of your favorite uh, stories uh, from the book on this journey of remembering your time with your daughter and occasions, and you've written something. What are a couple of stories you can share with us? So, the first one that comes to mind, and this one got quite, quite honestly a lot of looks, views, everything else like that on Facebook, mm-hmm. and, and that was. Um, taking my daughter bra shopping. Mm-hmm. That was interesting because I had never, even my sister, I'd never been out bra shopping before. And so it was my oldest daughter. She was probably 15 or so at the time. My wife was out somewhere else. And so she said, Daddy, I need a bra for whatever reason. Let's go, let's, let's go bra shopping. And I thought, okay, can't we get somebody else to do this? Can't we get... And aunt, we'll get your grandmother on here for FaceTime, whatever it is. Uh, she said, no, come on, Dave, let's go do this. And first I was frustrated. Mm-hmm. And then I had to stop and think, she actually feels comfortable enough with me. And mind you, I didn't go into the dressing room or anything else like that. But she felt comfortable enough with me to ask for something like that. And um, it was honor, honor for me. Yes. And so I took a picture of myself standing in the Target bra area while we went out bra shopping. <laughs> and so it, that was one of the more interesting stories that we had. The other one, believe it or not, and I wrote about this in the book as well, is playing with dolls. And there were times where, and there are still times, where my youngest daughter, London, wants to just sit down and play with dolls. And mind you, as a boy, I grew up with, not with dolls, but with action figures. G.I. Joe was an action figure. He wasn't a doll. We would, he wouldn't play things. He would, you know, do things. He was fighting evil. Or he was a combatant, whatever it was. But he wasn't a doll. He was a doll. No, he was. I, <laughs> I met I, that's the truth. Down. That's the truth. I know, I know. I know, I know. I, know. I have one too, man. Go ahead. And so we would sit back, and I'd come home from work. 
and I was tired, and I was exhausted, and she was like, Daddy, can we just play dolls? And playing with dolls really taught me a lot. It taught me creativity. It taught me sharing. It teaches teamwork. It teaches a multitude of really skills that you can transfer into the workplace. Yes. Teamwork, mm. creativity, wow. getting along with others. Those are all things that you're going to take into the workforce. So playing with dolls is not just a silly thing that girls do. It really is preparing people for life and for the workforce. Yes. Linda, what's a story you can remember that's written in the book? Any story you can remember? One time, um, my dad, he got home from a business trip, and he had more work to do. But he, I don't know if he was tired or not, but I think, I bet he was. But um, I asked if we could play American Girl Dolls, and he was like, is there a boy doll or something? <laughs> like, now there is. But back, like, a couple, when there weren't, he had to play with girl dolls, and he had to pick through girl clothes, and... I had I knew he didn't know what he was doing because he says that my mom is in charge of girls' clothes and hair, so I knew he didn't know what he was doing. And I'm sorry to say this, but your clothes didn't match; <laughs> they were really tacky. <laughs> but that's all. <laughs> well, his heart's in the right place, right? He was tired, but yeah. he took time with you anyway, didn't he? Yeah. He always done that. That's great. This is wonderful. This is a great conversation again, talking about. Uh, the book by Eric Anderson and his daughters, Michael, Ryan, and London. The full title is Daddy, Daughter, Donut Day, 18 Tips for Dads and Daughters. Again, I had the privilege of helping to publish this book for Eric and his daughters. And uh, this, this is a remarkable book. And I encourage dads who are watching this, if you know a dad, we all do, you should go online. Order this book from Amazon and give it. You know, print version. Is there also a Kindle version? There is. All right, Kindle version. Uh, if you're into, you know, Kindle edition or the Dead Tree edition, I call it. It's, it's Dead Tree edition. Either way, I encourage you to uh, to get the book, and I can really guarantee you'll come away inspired and informed. Before we close out, Eric, you want to share first of all about your business. I know you travel a lot doing consulting work. Talk about your business here for a little bit. So about seven or eight years ago, I started a company called Scientifically Speaking. And so we train businesses, brands, companies on anything mobile and anything social. So we train them on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram. Uh, we train them on Apple devices. We train them on Android devices. We train on cloud computing, uh, on all of those. And it was interesting because when I first started the company, um, literally, I'm just laying on the floor of my house in front of the fireplace, and my girl said, so when are you going to work? Uh, and so I said, so I'm an entrepreneur now, right? So I've started my own business. And so my daughters looked at me and said, so we're broke? So we're poor? <laughs> well, quite honestly, we, we were at the time. <laughs> but now things have, uh, once again, God's turned this blessing around and taken it in a different direction. So now we go all across the country training different businesses, brands, and companies on how to use anything mobile, anything social. And the real blessing in it all is my daughters now look at it and say, 
you know what, Daddy? Whether they want to be a doctor, whether they want to be a veterinarian, whether they want to be a dancer, or whatever it is they want to do, they've all said they want to have an entrepreneurial flair to what it is they do. They want to have that business acumen to whatever it is they do, uh, all because of what they've seen me doing. So it's been a blessing. Uh, it's been a challenge, and it, is, um, it continues to – I continue to work hard, and the girls see that. And ideally, perfectly, at the end of the day, God gets the glory. He will get the glory. He's getting glory. And I can see just, you know, observing you and your daughter – I haven't met the others, but there's certainly a, a close bond there. And I sense a deep honesty, you know, with, with your daughters, and they trust you. And, I mean, your girl asking you to take you to uh, shop for a bra, <laughs> you got to have some deep trust going on, you know, <laughs> and you have that, and I appreciate you sharing that. Um, so thank you. Thank you for coming in. Eric, thank you, London. So good to have you. This has been a remarkable conversation. I want to thank you for watching uh, again, thank you, Eric, for, for being a part of the conversation. Thank you for the opportunity. I mean, the reason for the conversation, you and your girls. And again, get the book, Daddy, Daughter, Donut Day, 18 Tips for Dads and Daughters. Again, this is Brian Hudson. Thank you for watching this edition of Conversations in Focus. You can subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, on TuneIn, on Podbean. Just Google. You'll find us there. We have a YouTube channel as well for Vision Stream Network and a Facebook page. Uh, so please stay plugged in. So God bless you. Have a great day. And we'll see you next time. Toodles. Toodles.